there's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Listen live for weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Well, tonight is the night. A Celtic win or a draw or any slip-up by defending champions Rangers will mean that Celtic are crowned the champions of the Premiership. Celtic at Dundee United, Rangers at home at Ibrox to Ross County. And with us for the next two hours on the Go Radio Football Show, two top stars with eight titles between them. The former Rangers captain, Barry Ferguson, with five. And the former Celtic favourite, Peter Grant, three titles. Peter, your side have been so close to it for so long. Tonight should be the night. Yes, I think it will be, Paul. They've been fantastically consistent. It's been a great battle with the two sides. You know, Rangers obviously were in front at one stage. And Celtic have done tremendously well to come back in it. And I think they'll end up rightful champions because of the consistency they've shown over the piece. You know, and I'm not just saying that as an XL, obviously. I just think if you look at their performances in their games and the big moments when they've scored late in games, and I think that's always separates champions. Barry, they've been so consistent. We've spoken so many times about the comeback after last year, but I know that you've been praising Ange Postacoglu and the turnaround that he's enforced at Celtic. Yeah, well, last defeat in the league was September against Livingston um, away. It just shows you the sort of form they've been in and, and listen, it's been unbelievable form. Who would have said that at the start of the season with the, the start they had? But you've got to give all credit to Ange Postacoglu, the way he rebuilt the squad, where the, the mess that Celtic were in the previous season... Um, so I, I firmly believe they'll go up to Tannadice tonight and, and wrap it all up and get that, that one that's needed to, to get the title. And then they can obviously celebrate and the, the bus on the way down and obviously celebrating Saturday at home. And then the attention will turn to, just think this time next week, we'll be getting ready for Rangers in Seville. Peter, it's the first time you and Barry have been together for a couple of weeks. What about Rangers and that performance to get to the final? Phenomenal. We've been in here, we've been lucky enough to see yep. it all. Paul, we've spoke about it for many, many weeks now. Did we think they were going to get there? Or always think, well, I was like that a few times, you know, you go to Dortmund, you get the result, you think, fantastic. You don't think it's over because even though they're coming back to Ibrox, with, which was phenomenal last week, I've got to give Rangers fans yeah. and everybody and the players, because mm. as you said earlier in the, the months, I'd been saying that they'd struggled to handle the pressure and they'd done that exceptionally well over the last few weeks and great credit to them. But I think we've all got to tip our hat. We talk about Ange having a fantastic season. I think the way that Gio held it through the tough periods the six-point swing, everything like that. But then in the European games, you know, making tactical uh, substitutions and picking certain players at certain times, I think we've got to tip, his, uh, tip our hat to him and say, fantastic, well done. And, and to everybody at Rangers, because it's great for a Scottish game, always is. It's, for, it's not often we've got the two great sides so far in competition. Celtic about to clinch the title and Rangers a European final. Barry, the most important question is, how are the preparations going? Have you got your tickets? Have you got your flights sorted? <laughs> My flights are sorted. How many um, of you? Uh, there's uh, the group of 12 is um, all travelling together so that eventually gets sorted 
late afternoon yesterday. Thankfully, we, we got the flight sorted. We just need to try and get tickets. Look, it's like everybody, it's everybody scrambling to get tickets. I think the allocation that Rangers got is only nine and a half thousand, which I think is disappointing. You need to look at the stadium they're playing in. It's only forty thousand for a European yeah. final. Both um, both teams are both sets of fans only been allowed nine and a half thousand. So. I'm I'm going to be there in person. Whether I'm going to get in the stadiums, um, another question. But I hope, hopefully, I've got I've got seven days to to try my best <laughs> to try and sort something. But I'm looking forward to. It. I was saying to Granty off air there. I was lucky enough to be in a European final in 2008. Yep. Um, my two boys are going to be there with us. They were they were quite young. Um, so I just want to go there and soak up the atmosphere and and be a supporter for the day. So I'm I'm looking forward to. It. Unfortunately, I never got my tickets or my flights. No, no really? I, never, I never got yeah, them. Listen, I was Rangers, desperate to try and get them to. Rangers, listen, Peter, it could be arranged. It could make it an unlucky 13 if uh, Peter was to join them. It is it's absolutely phenomenal. So you just need some tickets. I bumped into Richard Goff this morning, another great uh, ex-Rangers captain, and uh, he's beaming. He just couldn't get the grin off his face. Yeah, listen, it's an unbelievable achievement. I mean, for me, they, they put out the, the favourites in, in Dortmund, Paul. Um, and then obviously they've come up I, I think you've you've got to have a bit of luck at the draw at times and they did that when obviously they get drawn against Red Star and Braga but thoroughly de- deserve to get through and they come up against a very good Leipzig team you, you've seen that in the second half Leipzig put Rangers under a lot of pressure I was in here I was I was worried at, at, um, at that stage in the, the second half but you've got to give Rangers credit you've got to give the manager credit um, and certainly the players with the character they showed to get that that vital goal John Lundstrom for me he's been outstanding since he's he's been given the chance to get a run in the team and for me they thoroughly deserve to be in the final and what an opportunity they're heroes just now but they became, uh, they could become legends at the club if they, if they get that Europa League um, in the bag and you have been saying for weeks Rangers are going to win it you said they're going to go all the way are they going to win it now yeah, that you've got, I, yeah. yeah I, I'm confident I, I said that yeah. way back at Dortmund yeah, I, I just feeling. feel sometimes yeah. as I said I mentioned a minute ago there you've got to get the luck of the draw at times mm. I think they've had that but I've just got a feeling with what's happened um, in terms of their run you obviously sad passing the Walter Smith and Jimmy Bell things like that I just I just think it's going to be Rangers seasons uh, Rangers seasons sorry they've got a massive four days next week um, two massive cup finals in the space of a short period of time but what an opportunity they've got and listen it's one of their ones leave everything out in the pitch give it your all and what an opportunity they've got to win two trophies Peter someone you played against many times Ian Durant he's in the papers today in the, the record taking the 08 team against the 22 team so will I throw some of the names at you yep. see what you would think Barry as well have you seen this this morning yeah, yep. so goalkeeper Alan McGregor yeah it was Neil Alexander the last time but I don't think anyone would argue yeah uh, no, that's no disrespect yeah. I said that course, to you a couple of weeks ago did. Yep. behind Andy Gorham he's the best goalkeeper that Rangers in my period mm. and I've seen him even couldn't beat McCloy of course <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so yep. The Gavin uh, Lighthouse, absolutely, he was absolutely. So you're talking you're about top, to your dad, top, didn't you? yeah. <laughs> top quality goalkeeper, yeah. you know. James Tavernier, right back, no question. I would think, or Barry, would you? Yeah. This might be difficult Listen, one for I you. I don't know what your Granny teammates. Thinks, yeah. His numbers from the right back oh. area yeah. are phenomenal, and I keep going back to he came in for a bit of criticism mm. 18 months or so ago. Um, but fair play to him, he's always um, put himself out there, and I think he's had another. Terrific season this season. I think he's become a better defender. Mm-hmm. I think everybody talks about his goals. I think he's a better one-to-one defender now. And listen, that comes with confidence in playing. You know what I mean? And the Rangers fans have supported them and he's been able to handle that. Where he was yeah. the one that questioned it mm-hmm. before, could they handle that pressure? So mm-hmm. great credit to him. For a right back, his numbers are phenomenal. Peter, what about um, 
Connor Goldson or Carlos Queller? Who would you go for? That's quite tough. Well, I love Carlos because we had him at Villa as well. Uh, oh, of course. You know, right. I yeah. thought he was a fantastic defender. Yeah, yeah, he was a fantastic player. Brilliant guy. Yeah. Brilliant guy. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak high enough of Carlos. I would say Queller. Barry? Tough one for you, your old teammate. I know, I, uh, I've got to against, agree with Grant yeah. in terms of Carlos. Um, we yeah. played against him. Um, he was at Osasuna mm-hmm. and Rangers signed him from there. And to be honest with you, until we actually trained with him, trained with a guy day in, day out, he was a proper player. But to top it off, he was a proper guy as well. Yeah. Great um, great guy to have about the place. Always happy, um, but real good training as well. Absolutely. That's something that always stood out with big Carlos. David Weir or Calvin Bassey now that might be difficult because Calvin Bassey's just coming into a game he's very young David Weir was towards the end of his career but he came up he came up to Rangers I think Big Davy was 38 I think it was yeah. yep. and I, everybody thought it was just a short yeah. period a short loan period six six months but David went on to um, play for another couple mm. of seasons and, and to be fair he was a a, a brilliant teammate as well. Yeah. Uh, Calming influence, wasn't he? He was, he was. And again, it's it's until we actually see somebody day in, day out and you're beside them. One thing he was, he was one of the best professionals I've came across. And David I think Weir. you would say that about David Weir anyway because you talk about experience to win trophies, mm-hmm. you know, and you can imagine Queller along with Weir. I, I've loved Bassey. I told you that last week. I thought he, he shouldn't even run and never mind play, uh, young player for player of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big supporter of him. I think he's been outstanding. But I think in the heart of defence in a big game like that, you know, you're looking at someone with David's calmness round about the dressing room. You look round about the dressing room, you know he's been over it before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he'd probably just get a nod for me. Rangers probably won't be bothered because they've got so much to look forward to. But I thought they kind of missed out on the player of the year and uh, there. I know James Tavernier, I think, was quoted for the football writers, but, you know, he didn't win it. I'm not. Uh, Craig Gordon's a terrific player. I thought it would have been Callum McGregor. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought it would, in terms of consistency, I, I look away back and watch yeah. every single game that's available to watch. And I know you do. For me, yeah. Callum McGregor just stood out from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Just wait, he's, a, he's a consistent 7, 8 out of yep. 10, Callum McGregor, and he's a, he's a top midfielder. I was disappointed for James Tavernier. I yeah. thought he did deserve to be mm-hmm. at least in the, in the running. And as Granny just mentioned there, Calvin Bassey, what a, yeah. what a season mm-hmm. he's had for the age. And plus, he's played three different positions he's played in a back three he's played lefty a, a back two uh, in terms of centre back and also he's played at left back so the paper went there with Carlos Queller and they went with David Weir so next one Sasa Papic or Borna Barisic and they've gone with Sasa, Sasa Papic. Papic and I think everyone would agree although Borna Barisic beginning to play well again but we know he's had a tough the game with Celtic will yeah, haunt but him I, I look, listen yeah. Barisic going forward I'm sure Grant will agree, agree with me here he's excellent defensively I think he's he's always a bit suspect for me I played with Sasha mm-hmm. both going forward and defending Sasha was um, I called him a quiet assassin he was, he was so <laughs> yeah. quiet but he's somebody you'd want in the trenches with you Sasha and so again that's where Barry's probably going to nod over me because I'd have went Bassi out there you Would know you? Yeah. because you've got the legs alongside Weir yeah you know, that's mm-hmm. where I had a look, but I never trained with him, never played with him. And sometimes that's when you get the insight of how good a player these guys were and how good a character they were, and what you need to win trophies, you know, and uh, be successful. Very, very quiet in the dressing room. Was he? Yeah. Much. Uh-huh. But yep. seeing it out in the pitch, it's like a switch. Um, Game on. Yeah, yep. excellent fullback, N- Sasha was. Next one, I don't think anyone's arguing, it just says Steve Davis, more than deserves his place. Then it says John Lundstrom, the Europa run has transformed him into a Rangers icon. And Barry Ferguson, who better to captain the side? Would you disagree, Peter? No, definitely, st- no. definitely not. You, you can, know, absolutely, one hundred percent. And Lundstrom, 
I said it a long time ago. The first time I ever seen John was in loan at Oxford. Mm-hmm. I, I used to watch him and obviously we uh, obviously scouting games and whatever down there when you were playing against him. And he went loan from Everton there. And, and I remember trying to get him. Um, I was at Norwich at the time. Um, and obviously things moved on. He went to Sheffield United. You know. And so you then, tried to sign him? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, he was only a young man then. And I thought, powerful, you know, he was young. He looked older than what he was. And I didn't realise, you know, I, in fact, I thought he was Swedish or something yeah. because of the name, obviously. Yeah. You know, and that's why and then it was, the realisation came. He was a Liverpool boy from Liverpool, but was it loan from Everton at that particular time. But he's been phenomenal. I think because I've played him, as Barry says, he's played in that central area, which suits him a lot more. Even when he's been back in at the back three, because he's in the centre of the pitch, he's good enough that he can read the game well. He's got a good understanding of the game, as I say, I think you look at that mix if you're naming the three players, you've got a perfect mix. I'm just yeah. delighted for him. Uh, you know, Granny will agree with me here. You know what it's like as a player. He, he came in for a fair bit of criticism in the first six months. It's difficult. He's came for a place where he's not had much demands and expectations on him at Sheffield United. But since he's come in since Celtic absolute mm-hmm. battered Rangers at Celtic part three now, for me he's been Rangers standout performer. Mm-hmm. And now he's shown what a top player is. I watched him a number of times at Sheffield United with Wee Flecky yep. being there. I'm, I'm close to Wee Flecky. And he did always stand out. And it's interesting, look, Grant, he's seen him as a young kid at Oxford. It just shows you he's got right good qualities and he's shown Rangers and the Rangers fans what a top midfielder he has. And a good point with the name, Lundstrom, you might think he's Swedish or yeah, whatever. well, that's what I thought right away at yep. first because I'm thinking, well, he's settled, you uh-huh. know, but who would he come to, you know, because you've got to think of these things that these guys move down because Norwich is a different sure. place. Is there a Scottish granny there or something? Can we get him? <laughs> <laughs> Not when I heard him talk, I didn't think no. so, you know, when he had to do any interviews, but that's what he's handled exceptionally well. He knows how to work with Rangers fans. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. The things he's saying, he's saying all the right things. He doesn't miss out anything even mm. after the interviews when they've won the game. And I think that's a big part of playing for a Celtic or Rangers, being able to know mm. what the fans are wanting, what they're wanting to hear. And not being disrespectful, if you understand what I'm saying. I do. You know, picking a moment and saying this is a moment for the club because the club's always more important than you are mm. as a player. There was a bit of a disconnect at Rangers, wasn't there? A couple of months ago after the Celtic game, you know, Giovanni, it wasn't going as well as they'd hoped. It was on the slide under Steven Gerrard that, you know, this, the results weren't as good as they were the year before. But let's get to the end of this team. We're looking at the 08 team against the 22. So Barry Ferguson is captain. We both we all agree. Ryan Kent, another Rangers' best players this season. Then they say Alfredo Morelos, a thorn in the side. Clearly, he's out till the end of the season, but they've got him in at the top 11. And Joe Aribo. Barry, would you disagree then with any of the, the forward players there? Because in the paper today, they've got Aribo Morelos, although we know he's not fit. But uh, Ryan Kent, is anyone from your team in 08 you would say you would have up front? Yeah, well, I mean, it swapped about quite a bit. Um, there was Darsville. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I do. Jean-Claude yeah, Claude. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was a powerhouse. Yeah. Pretty similar to Morelos in terms of the, the yeah. physicium. Um, but I, w- I would just probably pick for Manelos. I, mm. I just think since Gio's come in, I think you've seen the difference. I spoke to Gio at the Legends game yeah. and uh, Mackay as well and it was interesting to say that they stripped five kilos off him yes. when they come in. Yes. And he says, listen, you've got all the attributes, we need to get you fitter. Mm. And it's an easy thing to say that, yeah. oh, you're not fit enough, but fair play to Morelos. He's went and worked hard and, and shifted it. And I think you could see a difference in his general, yep. general play in terms of getting about the pitch and uh, and whatever so yeah I, I, I've always liked Morelos I think when he's on it and he's he's happy and he looks happy to me obviously disappointing he's injured but I would I would just pit for Morelos Did you disagree with anything in the records team this morning? Do you agree with what they were saying? Yeah yeah there's oh, yeah. Uh, listen there's I think they run I mean you're going to leave Liam McCullough out there as well That's great yeah 
Lee McCullough was great. Lee McCullough was massive yeah. for us, um, and he played. He played in the left hand side, mm. and he was brilliant. We, we kind of played on him like the Diags because yeah. he was really powerful coming in mm. for the side. You could argue for for Big Jig because mm. um, he he was brilliant for us in that run. And well, he done it with Wigan, didn't he? Yeah, he done did. it with Wigan. Yeah. Well, see, I look at Chris Boyd and he's a finisher. I wasn't a big supporter of Morel, as I must admit. Um, this is probably the, his best period before he got his injury. Why? You know, what didn't you, was it? The... People always used to say to me, if I was going to put my house on a Jermaine Defoe or Morel is going, who would I pick? Defoe all day long. Even at the age? Even at the age. Yeah. Even at the age. You give him chances. I thought Morelos was a hindrance to Rangers for a long period. A hindrance. You know, in big games, at big moments, he let himself down. Didn't matter. I'm not just talking about Celtic games. I'm talking about in general. There was big games he let himself down, got a red card, sent off. Then he suspended, and it has a big effect on the team. This year, Barry's talking about the fact he gets the five um, pounds off, or kilos off. What a difference that makes. Mm -hmm. Here's a question coming in. We're going to take a break. So, But before it, Stephen Reside is on. Our now celebrity Motherwell fan. Stephen, good evening. Alright, Paul, you're flattering me there. <laughs> It'll cost you. <laughs> Stephen, what's the question you want to ask? Then we'll take the break, but... It's not so much a question. It's just I just want to say um, thanks to Keith Wesley for his service at Motherwell and we have to win for him tonight. It's a huge, huge game at Pub Park. Of course, he's off to St Mirren as Chief Operating Officer. And listen, you know I was in touch with you after Motherwell getting a win last weekend. Two wins in, what, four months, five months. Barry, you were going to say? Yeah, I come up against Keith Larsley quite uh, yeah. a few times. Yeah, he's one of the players where he, he never gave you a second on the pitch. No. And, and what a servant. I think he'd a, did have a year or two away at Plymouth. Am I right in saying I think that? It was about 18 months, I think it was. Yeah, yep. but listen, what a servant he's been for, for Motherwell and... This is a, a new start for him. He's got a, a great opportunity to learn, and I'm sure all the Muddle supporters will wish him all the best. Stephen, stand by. We want to ask you something. So much to go for Seville a week away. This should be Celtic's night tonight at Dundee United. Played really well there early in the season. Um, in fact, they've played better there than they did at Celtic Park against them. And uh, Rangers just getting ready for... I mean, you never know. Could there be a helicopter? I asked that last night. We'll ask Peter Grant, is there a helicopter anywhere <laughs> hope not. on the radar? <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Barry Ferguson, former Rangers captain, Peter Grant, former Celtic midfield star, Paul Cooney here, and Stephen Reside is on. Huge Motherwell fan. Stephen, what a moment for you last weekend to get that win uh, and a big game for you tonight. How are you feeling? I'm actually feeling a lot more confident than what I would have been on Saturday. I think given that it is Keith Lasley's um, last game at Pup Park as part of the staff, given the fact that we need a win for Europe, and Hearts don't have much to play for. Surely we've got to do the business tonight, surely. Yep, it's a funny time, Barry, ahead of a cup final for somebody like Hearts. You've got the the balance of you want to keep a momentum, but you don't want to lose players. Yeah, but also, you, you want the players going in firing on all cylinders for me. I, I, if I was a player, I'm just looking at my side, I would want to play. Yeah. I'd want to play right up to the, the last game before the, uh, the cup final to make sure your match sharpness is, is spot on. Um, so I don't think Robbie will make many changes because he's got obviously a week's break mm -hmm. in between the last game obviously they play Rangers on Saturday and then obviously the cup final will fall on Saturday so I don't think Robbie will make wholesale changes I see he's got quite a number of players available again through yep. um, back sorry from, from injury um, and he might give them 
Um, a bit of game time to get minutes into their legs, but I don't think it'll make wholesale changes, Robbie. Peter, what are you thinking for Motherwell tonight against Hearts? It'll be a tough game for them because mm-hmm. as Hearts are consistent, boys are wanting to play in the cup final. I think if there's one game you maybe change it, you maybe do tonight his strongest team. And then next week against Rangers, he maybe change it a little bit because of the fact that you know you're going to play them in the cup final a week later. That may be the way he looks at it and think that well, there's enough games in their legs. He needs guys that's going to be available on his bench. But for Motherwell, they've had an unbelievable result at the weekend, you know, because Ross County were doing fantastically well. Found found a performance had been excellent. Actually, I was at the Motherwell game when they played Ross County at Motherwell and they beat them one 0 I think it was, if I'm correct. And uh, Ross County were very good on the day. Um, so I was surprised at that result, but it'd be great for Keith as well. But he's, he's got a hard act to follow with Tony Fitzpatrick because I think we've got to mention him with the job he'd done at St. Mern. He's done for phenomenal, sure. you know. So uh, as a player and obviously manager and the chief executive or whatever. So it's a hard act to follow, but I'm sure Keith is looking forward to it. Stephen, the mark of uh, Keith Lasley was so consistent, played for so long. He's quite a hard player, wasn't he? Hard but fair. I'm sure you just need to ask Barry about that. I'm sure he get kicked off him a few times. So, uh, he'll tell you about that. But no. Did you, Barry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, had a few yeah, battles, but that's the type of player Keith was. He was. Yeah. Um, he'll he'll say that himself. He was um, like a wee bulldog in the, the middle of the pitch. And and do you know what? He, he could he could play a bit as well. So listen, he's yeah. been yeah. a brilliant service, and I'm sure the Muddle fans will will give him a brilliant send off tonight, as it being their, their last home game. Stephen. Yeah. No. He has been a terrific servant. He's been there through uh, the hard times, uh, then the administration, the playoff, and then the good times of getting Europe as well. So mm. I, I hope he gets the send off that he deserves. Um, and it's crazy we could be sitting here after tonight. We've only won three games this year, and we can secure the European place. It's been the craziest uh, season that I can remember in a long time. I know. And you're not alone, you know that. It's not just your club. I mean, look at it until recently. Hibs were in contention, then they dropped down. Look at them last night. Aberdeen as well, two months ago. You know, they could still have been looking for certainly top six and Europe. Um, and look at Dundee last night beating Hibs. I mean, they could survive. If St. Johnson, you know, it's not, they're not automatically going down. They probably will, but St. Johnson need a point tonight. And you see all these teams, Stephen. What do you think? Are St. Johnson going to be second bottom or are you slightly worried about them They're... I actually think that result for Dundee last night will give St Johnson a wee bit of a wake up call and I can mm. see them getting the, the result tonight I think Jim Goodwin spoke uh, and after the game at the weekend against Hibs and he says that he was maybe going to make a few changes bring some of the younger boys in so I would tip St Johnson to go over the line and uh, do the business tonight and Stephen, you've seen every team coming to Fair Park. I know you go home and away. Celtic, were they champions for you? Absolutely, absolutely. I think um, the style of football that they play, for me, the style of football that they play under Ange is better than the style that they played under Brendan Rodgers. And listen, while I'm on as well, we have to give Rangers huge credit because I don't get I don't get these people that are, that are blinded by hatred when yeah. a Scottish side doing well in Europe. I'm a Motherwell supporter, mm-hmm. right? But see, for me, Team Rangers go on to do better for the coefficient or Celtic for that matter when they go on and do better for the coefficient. Look at Hearts. They've guaranteed group stage football until December. That's all because of the work that's been done with the coefficient. So the better the Rangers do, the better the Celtic do. The more chance I've got a team mother on a group stage one day, so I don't mind that at all. Peter, I'm sure you'd agree. Ah, here, here. Yeah. You know, I think it's important for Scottish football 
talking about it all over Germany at this moment in time because Rangers are a few German sides, obviously. But now they're in the European final, it's fantastic when you think of the, the excellent sides that's been involved in the competition. And Rangers are in Frankfurt are the last two at Slinger. You know, I mean, everybody thought, even myself, West Ham would have been there in the final when it came even to the semi-final. Yeah. And it just shows you it's a tough one for Rangers. Frankfurt are a good side, but they've handled other German sides. So you're right, it's great for Scottish football and long may that continue. Stephen, what's your scoreline tonight? Motherwell Hearts? I'm going to go, I think we'll sneak it 1 0. There you go, Mother will Queen Sheep. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, thanks for joining us. And James, our exec producer, was saying over the summer, we'd love you to join us in one of the programmes and we'll talk about how has your journey been around the country. I know last week your viewing position was horrendous uh, up there. Uh, Roy McGregor's been on the programme. We'll, uh, we'll speak to them for you, but you're doing great work on it. And uh, good luck with it. Also, we'll see you in the next couple of weeks. Thanks very much, Paul. Take care, guys. All the best. Thanks, Stephen. Stephen Reside there, who's off to the match tonight. Here's Gordon, a Rangers fan on the Go Radio Football Show now with uh, Macklin Motors. Gordon, good evening. Hi, guys. How you doing? Evening, good. Gordon. How are you? Are you still smiling? Aye, aye. I'm still buzzing, mate. Stressed that my head's still trying to get tickets for the game. But I know how you feel, Gordon. <laughs> There's your buddy there. <laughs> Have you got any tickets, Gordon? Eh... Uh, oh. Get a possibility okay. of one. I've got a possibility of another one, but guys want two grand for it, so it's further to bite the bullet or not. But it's I'm kind of swaying between the yeah. the eleven beans and toast and the wings, eleven beans and toast. So I love beans and toast. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> that, that's the thing that frustrates me yep. that people are allowed to go and sell tickets yep. at, at that price when guys like Gordon and listen, thousands and thousands of other fans would would um, pay the what, what is it? I think it's a hundred euros or eighty five euros for the. Mm. The ticket is scandalous. Crazy, what people it? are charging scandalous. But I see Pilon Atini's tickets. Yeah, Pilon Atini's Pilon Atini's tickets went on sale yesterday, and I saw in the paper that people were trying to resell them, and he's saying don't do that. So as soon as they go, ticket touts get it. Gordon, sorry, what are you going to say? I was saying quite a lot of Rangers fans get complimentary tickets. Um, I think through UEFA, uh, there's quite a few of my pals get complimentary tickets. They get sent codes for UEFA, and they went on. Didn't it cost them a penny? Wow, Fantastic. I hadn't heard of that. Fantastic, you're lucky enough to do that. Eh? Yeah, indeed. Gordon, what do you want? Anything you want to ask Barry and Peter? No, I was just wondering, obviously, um, I, I, I don't think money has predicted uh, where Rangers would be at the end of this season. Um, I was quite disappointed, obviously, that I, I kind of thought we kind of threw the league away. Well, Celtic won the league, we kind of threw it away as well, but there's that argument itself. But um, just we. Uh, it's a question to Barry if at the start of the season you were offered the chance to be in the Europa League final or the Scottish in the Scottish Cup final or for Rangers to be guaranteed to win the league at the start of the season what would you take because for me I would 100% rather be in the position that we are you know because I just I don't think anybody could have predicted that every round we always kind of thought well maybe this is a step too far and especially when Morelos went out injured I kind of said well I think that maybe helps end their uh, European journey etc but I think uh, as I said to you a couple of months ago I booked up uh, Seville after we beat Dortmund I just had a, a, a deep feeling inside that we mm. might get there so I took the chance on it and I'm glad I did but How much was your flight? I remember you told us How much was the flight? Yeah, uh, we got the flights, return flights. Uh, I think it was 110 pound we got them for. Fantastic! It'll be ten times that now, <laughs> won't ten, it? That's it what is. we had to yeah. do. Yeah, wow. ten times that. It's. Um, I, I didn't want to book anything because I don't like mm. doing it because you you know that I'm one. I am. I've always been like that. Um, but it makes it even a, a bigger achievement in terms of losing Morelos and Kemar Roof. So you're playing with a, a yeah. actual, not a recognised striker. 
Um, so that's why it makes it even better for, for Rangers, obviously, to get there. Look, you set your stall out. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm bread and butter. League. You'd go for the league yeah. rather than... Mm-hmm. It. Now, oh. now the league's away for us. I'm, I'm obviously charming a bit for them to, to do it because I, I would love nothing more than next Wednesday come 11 o'clock that James Tavernier's walking up on that stage and, and picking that trophy up because um, I, I think he will but at the start of the season that's what you set your stall to win the championship that's the biggest one for me So if you had the choice you would At the start prefer- of the season yeah. Yes, the league because you were virtually guaranteed that bounty 35 or 40 million pound if you won the league Peter? 100% in the league it doesn't matter what competition you're in the top five leagues in the world everybody will tell you they want to win the league and once they've done that they talk about the, the championship the Euros or the championships sorry or the Cups and it's fantastic for the supporters you know we've seen teams we don't play against I, I, as I've said to you a few weeks ago Paul I thought even Braga were a good side you know I'd said that they'd beaten Porto and they'd beaten Benfica they'd done all that I don't think they get the respect for that I don't think the Rangers get the respect for that I know they get two boys sent off it's been a fantastic journey they're on you know, and it's as you say, it's fantastic going in, going abroad. We've seen it with Celtic going to Seville, so we know what exactly what it was like. You know, European nights, and fortunate enough, I was only two years of age and they won the big trophy. You know, so yeah. at the end of the day, I'd love to be hear all the stories a hundred years from now. They'll <laughs> still be telling it, and yeah. I'm sure that will happen if Rangers win this trophy, hundred percent. But always when you're in a league competition, because it's not a one of people say, "Oh, you won a trophy after five games." We won the cup with um, Birmingham. Uh-huh. Of they course, get, they yeah. get relegated. Yep, yeah, I remember. You know, I know. If somebody yeah. said to me, well, "You take the cup away and you'll stay in the league," hundred percent, hundred percent. So mm-hmm. we know that. But for the supporters, it's fantastic. They're there at this moment in time. It's a fantastic position themselves in the Scottish Cup final and a European final. You can't ask for any more as a supporter. But as I say, I would definitely take the league. Gordon, what would you take? If it was done to me, honestly. At the start of the season, I know what Barry's yeah. saying, at the start yeah. of the season, the league's your bread and butter, but at the end of the day, you're saying that because nobody ever expected us to actually get to the finals. Mm-hmm. But, and I'd have probably said the same at the start of the season, but now that we're here and we're only 90 minutes away from, I would say, I'm not underestimating them, but a beatable Frankfurt team, they were 90 minutes away mm-hmm. from actually adding another European trophy, yeah. and I, I just I, I just wouldn't swap that. For the I, I, I think I, the I, question is then, say you were in this position tonight, You've got the European game next week and then you had a chance to win the league the following Saturday and you had the European final. What would you take then? Would you take winning the European final or winning the league? If you were, it was instead of the cup final, it was a, a league championship. For, you were me, going to... for me, I'd, I'd pick Europe because again, it doesn't come around all that often. Yeah. I, I know it, Barry, you don't want to see Celtic win the league, you don't want to see your rivals win the league, but sure. again, if we win this, it's, it's going to be spoke about for years that the players are going to write themselves down, uh, down as legends and not just that you're guaranteed the money that Celtic were guaranteed not just that you're straight into pot one yeah. to the Champions League as well and you're, you're going to have players chatting at the bit to come to Rangers next season if they think well if they're capable with a kind of lesser squad with that kind of momentum that kind of crowd behind them to get themselves to a European final let's, let's not to say we could push ourselves a wee bit I'm not going to say we're going to get to a final in the Champions League but I mean we could easily get through the, the not easily but we could get through the groups if you're in special Thought one, it gives you well, it gives a, you a huge advantage, of course. It does. Uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, Gordon, I don't think you're under, underestimating Frankfurt, but I, I do honestly. I, I've watched Frankfurt, I've been away a lot, obviously. You, mm. You're going on YouTube and watch them, they're a good team, yeah. but they're 100% beatable. Leipzig are a better team than Frankfurt. Where are the strengths of well, they, they've got good players all over. Listen, yeah. they're sitting in 11th in the Bundesliga, but if you look at their, their team, 
he's been leaving their best players out there. Viermart, Europa they've League. This, yeah, yeah, they've targeted it for the last four to six weeks. Hence the fact he's left out the, the better players and the the normal ones that would start in the starting eleven have come in for the Europa League. But I honestly do believe if, if Rangers turn up and they play well, Rangers win the game. And you think they will? I think I honestly think they will do it. Mm-hmm. Peter, your old team West Ham kind of did that, didn't they, in the last month or so? Would that be fair? David Moyes wanted so much to get to the final and to win the European trophy. I think David summed it up. You know, they lost it in the first minute. Mm, yeah, you know, sure. and that's the concentration yeah. levels you've got to have. And we mm. spoke about it the other week there about talking about refereeing decisions because mm. referees are different in Europe than they are. We've seen that Braga getting two players sent off because Rangers were under a little bit of pressure, even with the 10 men. But when it went to nine, Rangers could have won four or five, you know. And, and there's the small details that you need and that David spoke about it. We threw it away at home the first minute of the game and that's where the concentration level comes in. That's what we are talking about picking the teams earlier on, yeah. talking about Aquila or a Weir. Are they concentrated? Is the young boy going to get caught up in the atmosphere yet? There's all these things come in here. But as I say, Rangers have got very much got a big chance. There's no doubt. When you think about it, it's 39 years since a Scottish team won a European trophy. So Celtic in 67, the Champions League, the European Cup. Rangers in 72, uh, against in Barcelona and then 39 years ago Aberdeen winning it and Sir Alex got a Lifetime Achievement Award the other night Sir Alex Ferguson Barry the last one to win a trophy with his Aberdeen team uh, in Gothenburg it is a phenomenal achievement if they can do it even to get there yeah, it's brilliant I think getting yeah. to like the quarters and, Aye, and yep. even the semis you're thinking brilliant but what what they've done you've got to give them credit you've got to give Gio in terms I think Granty mentioned it earlier what I like about it things are not going well in terms of the start of the Leipzig game we were in here thinking he's going to 4-3-3 three, three. he started yeah. with three at the back yeah. so then that plays with Leipzig's minds and then eventually he, he swaps it during the game for five minutes because back into the back three I think Gio's tactics in Europe especially have been spot on he deserves great credit. I said that to you, I thought he got a lot of criticism after the Braga game, actually, away from home. I didn't think he deserved that. I think Aberdeen at home, I keep going back to, when they were getting him stick about Morelos coming off yep. and Roof going on and then Roof going on and scoring the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, so things like that. And I think the Rangers fans trust him now. I think mm-hmm. that's so important to have that belief for your manager. And I know it's difficult because if you're six points ahead of Celtic and then all of a sudden it swings round, that's what you're always judging on yep. Fortson up here. But I think if you're being honest and looking at it and we probably look at the game completely different now. We don't look at it as supporters or whatever. You know, you look at it as coaches and whatever and you can see what the manager's trying to do and what the team's trying to do. But we always respect the opposition as well. So I don't go with their name. I don't talk... People talk about Braga and then you mention Leipzig and they mention Dortmund. Braga was as hard a nut to be on a crack as the likes of Dortmund and that were because Braga have had big, big results and big cup competitions over the last two years has been excellent. Gordon, before you go, what's your score for next Wednesday night? Nine o'clock kickoff. I'd, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, <laughs> especially not for a game this big. But put it this way, I hope I'm, I hope I'm dancing about Seville. Whether I get into the game or not, I just hope I'm walking about Seville, happy as Larry, not really caring how I get home or not. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Well, that, well that's it the yeah. stories that's what it's all made about exactly, and, that, yeah. that's, and that's what football's played for, for the supporters yeah. doesn't matter these players are all passing through managers are all passing through but the supporters are always supporting their club and they, they don't forget the, the good old days that's, that's for sure that's what you want to go create memories yeah, absolutely go and create memories out there and then like Gordon's saying that, that's the reason why I'm going out you're going as a fan yeah I, I'm going out because I want to spend yeah. it with my boys and some of my, my mates because I never had that opportunity in 2008 because um, obviously you're focused on one thing and that's trying to get the right result so yeah I'm going to go and soak soak it up and there's no doubt I know that you really want your old team to go one further than you did 100% 100% I, I'm, 
I would love nothing more than them to go one better. And they deserve it for what they've done this season. The teams have come up against, it's not just average teams, they've come up against good teams. Even Red Star, you look at Red Star, had yeah. a few right good players, international players, um, playing Austria and, and Serbia and, and other, other nations. So they've done it and they've they've done it the hard way at times because it's been <laughs> watching that game last week I thought at a stage Leipzig were, were on top but listen they showed get brilliant character and they deserve to be there so Barry I know you didn't want to do it you didn't want to jinx it but your flights are 10 times the cost of Gordon's flight so get him <laughs> onto your travel arrangements in the future <laughs> we'll swap numbers Gordon <laughs> cheers Gordon thanks for calling speak to you soon thanks all cheers. the best all the best the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Oh, the Smiza Stadium, the new love street <laughs> Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant Barry's laughing Showing off there eh? Oh, I know, the Smiza Stadium mm. they know. He knows his grounds, doesn't he? Uh, he sure does uh, yeah. Rangers fans will be wishing it was the new camp or uh, the Santiago Bernabeu but it's going to be the... Uh, Pichuan Stadium there. I've been in the stadium. Yeah, we have been there. Easy for me to say, yeah. Um, there's going to be 43,000 there next week. Barry, you'll be there. Tonight, Celtic should be crowned champions here in Scotland. Let's turn the focus to the title race. The race has probably been over for a couple of weeks. Neither manager has completely conceded or claimed it. Uh, both of them are too, they're too wise to say the wrong thing. But a 30-game unbeaten run has taken Celtic to the brink of that title can do and what we've done this year is chip away uh, every week is important we've taken every game with the same sort of preparation and intent equal respect for every opponent home and away and not look beyond that and um, that's served us really well to be in the position we are because as you said that you know 30 games ago we were a fair way behind in terms of looking like a team that, that could end up being champions so you know 30 games later I think we've taken an approach that's got us to this point and you know, if we start thinking about, well, let's extend it to 31 or 32, that's never been our goal. Our goal every week is just be the best possible team we can be. You know, play our football, respect the opponent, respect the occasion and be at our best. And squad update will bring you the team news in probably about 20 minutes time. This is what he was saying about tonight's team. Everyone's uh, okay after the weekend. So um, we don't expect any sort of any change in terms of the ones available. Uh, Josip Juranovic still not. For tomorrow, you know, he's half a chance for the weekend. We'll see. Uh, he's in rehab, but everyone else is okay. And in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of the the general feeling, yeah, they're they're good. We had a you know a good session yesterday, and players are uh, in good spirits and looking forward to it. Four one against Hearts at the weekend, Peter. They that scared at the beginning, but Celtic were very commanding, very impressive. Yeah, I thoroughly deserved it. You know, mm. as you say, the start of the game, but. The thing I liked about them, they never get spooked. And obviously the goal's really early, yep. you know, as well. And that's always a help, you know. So there was a long time and I don't think anybody thought there was going to be any other result, you know. I just You could just tell the way the players were always in command and in control, similar to their manager. I think Barry's obviously been in a different dressing room for me, with Rangers and obviously me at Celtic. The thing that comes out there, what he says, is talking about the respect. It didn't matter who we were playing. You always respected the opponent. I think some people forget that. People think, oh, maybe they don't respect a Motherwell or Ross County or whatever. That's totally opposite. They were the harder games, you know, because they were the ones that could trip you up. Because remember, people go back, I played in a season where we lost one game and never won the league, you know, but have too many draws, you know. So there's situations like that can arise. So we always respect everyone. That's a big thing that managers always use. And I think that he knows on himself, it's for him, obviously, he threw things away. 
Um, and the biggest thing he's used is that respect and he's treated every opponent with the same respect and I think that's why they've got the results and you can see that with his players mm. the players go out there and they're given everything I think we've got to mention I like Jack and Marcus but Mieda uh, I don't yeah. know if I'm saying it right yeah. I think he's been a catalyst for everything because when the team was looking a little bit tired and jaded he was going and pressing people and sparking it but not just his teammates the supporters as well and all of a sudden that would give a wee bit of life back again the substitutes would come on and they would give a wee bit of life again. So there's been moments and I think that's good management but to have a player like that has been outstanding for them and these small details can make a difference. Barry, what about Maeda? His pace, his work rate? Well, as a, as a footballer, if you're playing, you want somebody in your team like that. Mm. They're worth their weight in gold. Um, look, there's no doubt he's got good ability but he's he does the dirty side brilliantly and I love players like that. Um, I was watching the game. You see him, he's sprinting back to, to help Taylor out I mean 60-70 yards um, I just I always love playing in teams when, when players like that um, and he's certainly one of their players and he came in again he was similar came in for a wee bit of criticism um, missed a few chances but I think for one and a half million pound he's going to cost Celtic I think that's a snip Peter what would you say to you know the players the Celtic fans well, the fans know about enjoying success. This will be, what, the 10th title in 11 seasons. But you think for the players, they've only got two games remaining and then that's the end of, you know, this team as it is, they'll add to it, they're already looking. Do you think they realise how big this achievement is to turn that 25 points from last season? I don't think they will because people go on about, we'd went six years without a trophy when I was there, which was horrendous. Yeah. But it was only me and Paul really went through that. Packy, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, if I remember right. Pat Bonner, uh, yep. I think that was the only one that was there for all these six years. So it was horrendous for us. These guys can be champions within a year. You know, that's the big thing for them. And they'll always be remembered as league winners. You know, and it's a fantastic thing, you know, to have uh, on your CV. It doesn't matter what league you're in, to win championships. There's not a better feeling. And as I said, it doesn't matter how much money you've got in the bank. You know, when you look there and you've won a medal, you see winner's medal. You know, there's not a better feeling. Barry's got a hell of a lot more than I did, you know, but there is... You've got three a, titles. Uh, but there's, yes. not, a, there's yeah. not a better feeling, yeah, sure. but, you know, and as I say, it doesn't matter what way it comes, you know. Going out there tonight, knowing you've got a chance of doing that, being a winner, being a champion, it's the best feeling in the world, especially after a very difficult season because it's every game's difficult for whatever it is. And you've got to go... And at a Celtic and at Rangers, you've got to perform week in, week out, and as the manager says, you've got to respect every single opponent and they all throw up different problems. How are they going to play tonight, Barry? What do you reckon? I know you think that Celtic will be relentless. They, they don't, they're not going to take I think the Celtic the are going to come out full throttle, mm -hmm. come out the traps, um, which they normally do generally anyway. Um, but what I will say is, uh, the game when I watched against Hearts, Hearts put them under a wee bit of pressure yeah. at the start. Then, to be fair to Hearts, they were playing well, but... I think Granty mentioned that it's easy to, to crumble because there's a bit of pressure on you but they, they kept doing what they're obviously they do day in day out at training but I fully expect Celtic to go up there and they know they've got one hand on it it's within their grasp and see as a player that's the best feeling going into the game knowing if you get the three points you're going to be a champion Absolutely and that, that's what as I say football's all about it doesn't matter where you are and when you're at a club like Celtic or the Rangers when you've got that support and that fan base behind you not just here, not the ones that's going to be the game. A lot of these people will miss the game because they can't get tickets. You know, but the feeling it is, the euphoria you have, because you, you know the disappointment the Celtic supporters had last year, even though with one night in the row, doesn't matter if you lose one, that's, that's first loser up here as soon as you become second. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I know what it's like, and I know how hard it is 
you know, a club like Celtic not being successful and not winning. It was mind-blowing. So it's fantastic these boys have got an opportunity to do that. And listen, this is the time then you've got to go and add to it. You know, this is the time you've got to go and be better. That's that's the big thing now because it's not about winning one. Unfortunately, this football club, mm. you're champions for four weeks. I always used to say that, you're champions for four weeks. Did you, yeah. Cause, yeah Cause, because pre-season's due again. Yep. You know, you're ready to go again and the same pressure's on you to go and do it again at Celtic Rangers and that's the way it is. Mm. That, that, that never ever changes and it never will change. So you can enjoy it for a little bit of time and that's as much as you get. But that's all your champions for four weeks. You two are agreeing too much tonight because Barry said that a year ago after Rangers won the title, you all said... I always say it, it's hard to win a title. The hardest thing retain. in my book is to retain it. Mm-hmm. And you're still bitterly... Not, you're disappointed that Rangers... Yeah, because I thought Rangers yeah. were in a, a yeah. real good position. I think you have... Uh, have you ask Gio, he would agree with you. I, I go back to Ross County away, dropping points. Yep. Dundee United mm-hmm. away, dropping points. Mother at home, mm-hmm. dropping up. points. Yep, 2-0 yep, up and then they, they eventually draw to each. So I, I think that's, that'll still great a wee bit at Rangers. But listen, it's it's now up to Celtic to go and finish the job off. And now Rangers need to go and concentrate on but if you two flip massive that, Barry, games. If you, Barry flips that, Celtic, Dundee United... Late on, yeah. Ross County, late on, late, late on <laughs> to get the victories. <laughs> I mean, they still playing up there. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. and there was other games. Yeah. You know, it's late, late on. So it's not just what Rangers done; it's yeah. what Celtic done. You know, as well. Like that's important. People think, oh, we dropped, but Celtic had to win their points back and then try and kick on themselves, and they were relentless at that period. And that's why I said to you at the particular time, I thought the substitutes were coming on and having some effect because Celtic were relentless. They were putting you under pressure. And they were getting throw-ins, they were getting corners, they were getting free kicks because they were playing in opposition's half, which you have to do when you're playing with the two clubs. You have to keep going and keep going. Sometimes it can work for you and it can work against you. Peter Grant, who's your player of the year at Celtic? Oh, I think Callum McGregor, yeah. I said to you. I think, yeah. don't get me wrong, I've got one other guy I said to you, mm-hmm. I think a massive influence was Joe Hart. I think not just on the football pitch, I think in the dressing room, Callum had to follow Scott Brown as captain and it, it different, completely different types of characters. But I think the fact he's been in there and he's had someone like Joe probably help him. I don't know because I'm not in the dressing room. I don't know what goes on in the dressing room. But I look at Joe with certain things he's done on the football pitch. You know, he said massive saves in the games of when only won five nothing. He was a massive save at nil nil. I was at Livingston. I keep saying to you yeah. a couple of weeks ago it was nil nil. He had a fantastic save. You know, at one nil he had a fantastic save. You know, and near the moments. But I think his personality has allowed Celtic. He said some massive saves against Rangers. You know, and these we, but I think his personality round about the place has helped Callum be the captain. And but I think Callum, as a footballer for an outfielder and a midfielder, and taking over what he had to do after the disappointment of last year, you know, and that's why I'm thinking it's been good. There's been so many changes because there's not been a lot of boys left there with the bruises for last season. You know, I think that sometimes can be the thing as well. So they've freshened that completely up because if you've got a lot of bruises for the last year, you've been in certain situations before, and I was here many times, unfortunately. Sure. You know, and it's no nice. I, I said that about yeah. Joe, didn't it's, I? When, yeah. when Celtic were interested in him, a lot of people were saying, oh, I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. He's not played for two or three years. He's made so many mistakes. But I, I played with Joe mm-hmm. for a year. I, I know what type of character he has and he's massive in that dressing room. He's a proper leader. He knows the game inside out. He's won, what, 78 England caps. Right. He's yeah. won Premier Leagues. He's played over in Italy. Mm-hmm. He, he's, a, he's a top keeper. And I did, I said that, Celtic are getting a, a top quality player but a top quality guy somebody who's 
so so important in that, that dressing room no no Spirito Santo got it wrong didn't he when he said he's too old he told him remember you're too old you're too slow and there was something else well it, the way interesting I spoke to I yeah. spoke to John um, he knew how big a club Celtic was and Rangers was but he couldn't believe until he actually came up I spoke to him after we played yeah. Celtic in the, mm-hmm. the cup game at, at Alloa and he was just he was blown away in your old office as well yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just blown away no it, it yeah. shows you what type of guy he's I, waiting for me after mm-hmm. I, I had the team meeting I came out and Big Joe's standing there and he's he, he stripped just a proper guy and he was just blown away with the, the, the games up here and the, the support up here that he certainly had um, well that's what I said Barry I said you'll know yourself you've played along with a lot of Rangers guys that come up and suffered playing oh, for Rangers 100% who were really good players mm-hmm. Some guys who can handle it, and he could handle it. You know absolutely. What? We're going to have to. We'll handle the news now, and then we'll be back. Will you do another hour, guys? Yep. Absolutely. It's Peter Grant, Barry Ferguson next. There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new Igo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technology. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow. Yeah, with us on the programme tonight, eight titles between them. In the Scottish Cup, Barry, you've got five winners' medals. Peter, you've got three. So loads of medals. But the one missing is a European medal and Rangers are one week away from the match with Eintracht Frankfurt. We'll be on air, of course, late next Wednesday night. So nine o'clock, kick off our time. Barry, you'll be there in the stadium. We'll try and get you on the line. Is, is any of our team going to be with you? Peter, been invited, maybe? Uh, no, I, don't, I didn't get my tickets okay. through. on the flight that we, we got. He's, his boys, he's actually flew his boy over from Australia. Young Dylan. And he's paid for it. Yeah, he's he's coming from Brisbane. So um yeah. so it'll be it'll be good day, it'll be good day out and I am looking forward to it. So I'm sure you'll what time you think the phone in? <laughs> you tell us and we'll be on the phone, James. Just you need phone in the morning. We'll book it. It's got to be a little afternoon. It maybe be a wee Total bit more Oz will be high as a kite, won't he? He will be. Oz, he'll be high as a kite. Yeah, he's looking forward yeah, to it. Look, yeah. I think it would be similar like, if if Shelter wouldn't it? Granted, it would be the same. Sure. You'd be desperate yeah. to go over and and sample it it's, listen it's a, a thing that I never thought 2008 would happen again I'll be honest with you mm. um, but not many as, did as the rounds yeah. have been on yeah. the more I've been watching it I just feel this 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 is the, mm. the, the time for Rangers to go and do it here's the manager GVB he says look we haven't done it yet we don't have uh, achieved anything yet in, in, in uh, because we want to have the, the trophies as well and that's why we're going to prepare well we're going to work hard and make sure we can uh, you know add some silverware to, uh, to our cabinet Celtic champions elect you know they're uh, what six points ahead they just need well anything any slip up by Rangers tonight but Celtic 30 games unbeaten they're at Dundee United and to finally clinch it Ange Postacoglu says it's a special night ahead yeah yeah absolutely I mean you know we're you know, under no illusions that um, tomorrow night 
you know, we got the, the opportunity to make it a special night, you know, for the football club and our supporters. And yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll enjoy it. I guess it's, it's one of those, as you said, after last year's disappointments, not just the fact that obviously we didn't have success at the football club, but, you know, they weren't able to to feel a part of it because, you know, they couldn't contribute because they weren't allowed in the grounds, the stadium. So, you know, this year, everyone's put in maximum effort, including our supporters. Um, everything they had pent up from last year, they've kind of released this year in, in a positive way. So um, I'm sure everyone's looking forward to, to the final two games. Our role in that is to just make sure we continue on with our good form and, and you know, continue on from the football we played on the weekend, um, take that into tomorrow night and, and uh, you know, as, as I said um, take the opportunity to make it a special night and that's tonight of course Dundee United against Celtic here in Glasgow Rangers at Ibrox against Ross County Motherwell against Hearts Hearts in third spot Motherwell in fifth St Johnson Aberdeen St Johnson still need a point if they get a point then Dundee are relegated St Mirren against Livingston the games tonight we're going to go through them all during this hour we'll bring you the team news as well some of the headlines this uh, Wednesday evening Willie Collum has been named the Scottish Cup final referee Barry you happy with that then Hearts against Rangers I, I thought the last game at Ibrooks, I thought Willie yeah. um, handled the game um, the best game I've seen him have um, so I have, I have no problems with, with Willie obviously doing the Scottish Cup final Peter it's got your approval as well I don't talk about referees, I've told you that before. That's right, I know you don't. <laughs> They're yeah. not my favourite. No, I know. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know the rules and yeah. I keep blaming the referee. So I don't know the rules and they change all the time. So I'm very loath to be critical of them. What about Kevin Thompson then, the man who succeeded you, Barry, from uh, Kelty? He is set, looks as though he's going to be the Wraith Rovers manager. Yeah, listen, he, he's had a brilliant season, Tomo. Um, I still keep in contact with him. Um, it's going to be hard for him to leave Kelty. I've got to be honest with you, I, I was speaking to, to Granny off here there telling about Kelty as a club brilliant owner there brilliant board brilliant facility uh, the fans turn out in numbers um, I think they're by far the highest attendance I think it was they were in in terms of League One as well I'm looking at like your Falkers yeah. where they're just mm-hmm. behind them some of the some of the games um, so it'll be a hard one for Tomo but look I think he's keen on going he's wanting to go full time he's been open and honest about that and um, I, I'm sure he'll get the opportunity and listen if he's going to be appointed Wraith Rovers, uh, Rovers manager I think it's a very good appointment Peter no, looks I agree at, with that. Yeah, you agree with that Scott Brown looks as though he could be the next Fleetwood Town manager so what about Scott Brown then he's uh, hanging up his boots now what a career he he's had phenomenal Fleetwood Town well he's had a great experience you know going to England's very difficult I don't know if there's a, I think that I'm sure there's somebody on the Scotch lad on the board or a CEO there I'm not 100% sure um, at Fleetwood so maybe knows about Scott but mm. Scott's obviously been working towards us you know he's been doing all his badges you know I know that for a fact he's obviously playing he's got the experiences he's playing under exceptional managers you know winning trophies being winners but it is completely different when it's on you you know there's, there's no doubt that that changes completely because you're the one that's got the final call on everything and it's a different type of character you need for that you know it's not the player that's going in there it's that new manager that's going in there and getting the, resp- the, the players to respond to the things that you expect them to know and understand and they don't because they've not had that quality the qualities he's had and the players he's played with and it's managing that and that'll be the interesting thing who manages that Who did you turn to for uh, support? It must be tough as the manager because the buck stops with you so you're not going to be popular if you drop players or whatever did you have mentors or did you have other managers you could speak to or Yeah you had but sometimes you know people talk about mental health at this minute in time yeah. some players some managers 
you didn't really want to ask anybody else because you thought no. you were weak. I remember when I left my job at Norwich, Sir Alex Ferguson said, why didn't you phone me? So I tried to call you on Saturday night and I says, well, I, he said, you think you're the first manager? You know, it feels mm. that way. Mm. And I, that was after the board had said to me, give it a couple of days. And I went, no, I've had enough. I've got two young kids and I want to enjoy them. You know, and I'm not enjoying it at this moment in time. And Delia and that were brilliant. You know, mm. they wanted us to stay on. But at that particular time, and it was my first job and yeah. was so desperate to do well. You know, so desperate. You know, we were sitting mid-table in the Championship mm. England, which is no easy. You know, we'd lost all the television money and that the year I'd went in because it'd just been relegated. It's the hardest league, isn't oh, it? And especially yeah. if you've lost all the money, the yeah. finance, to go with it. Because it's not like now where you get four years of it. So I think they were in their second year and they just lost all their payments. So all of a sudden, I was taking like Simon Lappin. I'd get, there was guys on 30 yeah. grand a week and I was taking Simon Lappin onto something like a thousand pound a week. That was a difference, wow. you know, because that, that, that was all within a season, mm -hmm. you know, because of the way things had worked. So it's very, very difficult. Isn't it? And that's all the things as a manager that people, people think it's all about coaching. Yeah. Yeah. All that sort of, there's a million things that's wrong with it and that's the difference when you're that number one. A, a small percentage a small percentage should I say as coach Absolutely. but so many other <laughs> really? things yeah, yeah but, and Grant is right in what he, what he was saying there and I found that lately I was getting so frustrated when you're trying to put something across they're not doing it right and you're thinking to yourself why are they not doing that are they not taking my information in or are they maybe not good enough that, that's the things that cross your mind so that's why I had to step out I had to go and say to myself right do you know what I was bringing it back into the house which I promised myself wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. It's no fair in the misses. It's no fair in the, the kids. It's like when they're coming in after a defeat. Like nobody was there. They're all scampering away. Yeah. Your face is tripping you. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, that's because I, I take it personal. Yeah. I take it personal. You sit and I found back. some people yeah. weren't taking it personal. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you're better just making a decision for yourself and saying, right, bang, I'm taking a step out here. Peter, did you ever phone in the early days in management? Did you phone Big Billy McNeil or whatever? You're all Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Tommy Burns, obviously. Yeah. We're very close friend with Tommy God rest on Billy right. or magic with me, yeah. you know. So they they were all big big help for me, massive help for me, you know. And I was fortunate enough when I went down to England, I was in the Premier League and we got then we got to Cup Finals and that with West Ham and they were all there. Yeah. That was were a more pleasing thing yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, so that I'd given them information they they'd give me the information of the things and mm. I'd watch them. I knew I wasn't the best player in the world. So I'd watch how they were conducting with us, how they were talking to us. I said to you, Big Billy come in. People talk about his coaching or anything like that. I would never talk about that. Just the way he held his presence. The presence, yeah. the way he spoke about the game, the way he held the press. All these things were massive. So that was a different thing you were learning off him. Other guys were really good coaches, you know, fantastic coaches who I really liked the way they coached. So there's a, there's a combination of both things you've got to have. Billy McNeil could make you feel a million dollars in a one-to-one, -one, couldn't he? You know, when he gave you that attention... Absolutely. It was Billy McNeil. He had such an aura. Absolutely. That presence when he walked in. I remember when I was at the boys' club and Billy... I think it was the manager the first time and I was only a young boy and he was there and John Clark was at the cup final. That's the reason why I think because John was a chapel old man and we'd won, as I said, the trophies and John was at the game and he was Billy's assistant yeah. and all of a sudden you're going there but as soon as I seen them, they were like gods to me, you mm. know. My first game going to play Rangers, the first people I walk in, it's Bob Lennox and Jimmy Johnson walking towards me saying, you'll get your first breather about 10 o'clock tonight, son. <laughs> and I'm just laughing at 17 years of age because it's these two guys, they're iconic for me. You know, but Big Billy just had that already, that presence about me, he thought, mm. That is a Celtic manager, like great Jockstein. Yeah. You know, you watched him, you thought the way he held his body, and you know, all the superstar managers at that yeah. particular yeah. time. They just had that aura about them. And to be fair, that's where I'm looking at seeing this manager. He handles the pressure of the Celtic scenario. I look at Van Bronckhorst, mm -hmm. he looks like a Class. Rangers manager. Mm -hmm. You have that little bit about them. And I think you've got to have that, you know, because it's 
there's a lot of negativity either one way or the yeah. other because if it's not one it's going to it's the other one I, I think both old fund managers at this moment in time hold themselves brilliant they handle themselves I think they're a credit to, to both clubs the way they come across yeah. the way they speak they're very honest as well when they don't play which I quite like because sometimes you get managers going run about it but I, like, I think two of them are a, a credit to, to both their, their clubs and funny you're talking about Billy McNeil when I was off there I got a text for his, his son Martin Martin yeah yep, he's, they've got a golf day for Billy on the 3rd of June um, down, they're having a dinner at Cameron House and they invited me which I thought was a, a brilliant Wonderful. touch um, yeah. but I can't make it unfortunately but I, I text him back and yeah. says look any other events I'm more than happy to come. Hey, so I thought that was a, a nice touch. Lovely, isn't it? And, and Martin's worked in telly as well. And Peter, somebody you really thought of as well, who was also an icon, was uh, Walter Smith, well, you, your old manager. Because mm. um, I know you had such a great regard for him. We all know that. And Walter Smith was the same. He could make you feel really special. You had to do your homework as well with him. But they were but so good with you. didn't want to go on his bad side. No, no. I, 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 mean, I was I on that. I know you were. In yeah. three occasions. And it wasn't Because he saw what nice. you could do. Yeah, but you know what I liked about him? He let the coaches go on with And I don't know what, what Billy McNeil was like or whatever. You're talking about great managers here. Leading two days before the game that's when Walter would come in and step in and do obviously set pieces and a bit of shape but when he spoke I just found when you looked round about the room if you were doing a meeting in the room when he walked in everybody sat up and took notice and that was how he held himself it's, granted he was talking about Billy McNeil that was the way with Walter and I always looked at them guys like that they're always well about themselves well dressed um, so yeah no, well, I remember Walter the biggest story I can tell about him was my testimonial year with a big dinner in the town and Rangers had taken a table at it but they were away in I think they were in Europe believe it or not and they were in Monaco or something mm. like that you know they are away and then just as we start obviously at the top table well the guests and whatever and everybody's at their table the next thing about 15 Rangers players walk in with Walter, Archie plus the Coyste and all that all the yeah. players Durante and all that all walked in and I was gobsmacked yeah. you know I was gobsmacked with to the me. ranger strips on <laughs> no the ranger strips it was close enough but it was but for me it was a, Brilliant. one of the happiest times and mm. I mentioned that on the, the speeches I got and it was a great honour for me that they made that time coming straight from the airport to come in and do that for me and to me that was a mark of the man and the, the respect that I had for him you know what I mean so and you know the great Tommy Burns with Walter and yeah. uh, Ali taking Tommy's coffin God rest him yeah. you know and they're the type of guys you know, that they were round about that and that's the type of guy Tommy was. But so they something different, not just football managers, you know, that I think that was it. Some were coaches, some were managers. I would say Billy was more of a manager than a coach, you know, than anything else. That was his big they had that presence about him. But as you say, he could cut you, you know, like oh, like a knife, he could cut you, you know, oh. just saying one thing. But it was never ever held. You know, he could give you pillars about your performance. Within five minutes, that was forgot about. It was about the next game, da da da. But you had to produce every single day. That was the thing, they guys. Mm. They knew what you were representing every day. And that was for me, it was always what I knew that I knew what I was representing every single day. Fascinating to hear the insight on the, the respect that I think everyone has for Giovanni van Brankhorst and Ange Postacoglu. And then when you link them in that lineage, you know, from the managers, great managers, great personalities at Rangers uh, and at Celtic as well. And you, you know, Mr. Waddle, I remember. Willie Wally. he was Mr. Warlow and Jockstein was Mr. I was a really young reporter and I got to know both of them. Mr. Steen. 
Um, I just see there, look, he's all dressed up just on Sky there. He was where you were last night at this time. <laughs> it's John Harson. He's got the, the yeah, I've seen him better dressed, I've been honest with you. He's clobbered <laughs> the best. Uh, get him into Slater's, get him sorted. <laughs> no, the big man was in good form last night. But I'll tell you what, he said last uh, August if Celtic could turn this round this year, just when Celtic, we know about the Hearts game, we know they've gone out uh, of Europe unexpectedly, um, but they, they began to do play well. And he said, if they turn this round, it'll be the biggest turnaround ever uh, in a league title. So we discussed that last night. And there's the Celtic players there in the sunshine at Tanadice, just out. Uh, Juranovic is there. Not sure that he'll be ready to play tonight. In fact, we're going to give you uh, the team news. Yep, we're going to give you them first. Thanks, James. They're just in. So Dundee United against Celtic. Celtic are going to line up. Hart, Ralston, Carter, Vickers, Starfelt and Taylor. McGregor the captain, O'Reilly and Hatate, Abada, Forrest starting and Gikamakis also starting on the bench. Bain, Kyogo, Turnbull, McCarthy, Jota, Rogic, Gucci is in. Maeda and Welsh. So uh, strong Celtic lineup, but a few changes there. Peter, what do you think, Celtic team? I'd have said Jota because I think James has not played a lot of games, but I can understand the, re the reason why the manager's in. But I think his delivery's been excellent, and I think Jackamakis loves that. Mm. And if I was playing Jackamakis, I think Jota's a better crosser of the ball than James. You know, so that's the only thing I would say differently. And I'm, I'm looking at it from a different point of view, obviously, than just looking as a supporter. I'm looking at saying, well, what sort of service would that striker like? And I'm sure he would prefer Jota on the side of the pitch in this particular game. But I can understand the manager. Jota played so well at the weekend. Barry, what do you make of the Celtic lineup? Yeah, I, I still think it's going to be strong enough yeah. to, to, to seal the, the, the three points. Um, James Forrest not played a lot of football um, this season. Jota, for me, what a find he's been. Um, never knew anything about I've got to be honest with you. Never knew anything about him. Obviously, knowing he, he came from uh, Benfica. And I say as a way at the start, you know what wide players are like, they're so inconsistent, but he showed a, a level of consistency this year. Um, obviously, got the injury, he was out for a couple of months, but um, you seen in, um, in Saturday against Hearts, he tore Hearts to, to shreds at times. Um, he'd done brilliant for the first goal. That drive uh, for the middle of the pitch. Inspired, was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. So I, I'm sure he's won that. I'm sure the Celtic supporters will be desperate for Postacoglu to, to get snapped up in a long-term deal. And the summer signings, they haven't quite started yet, but the left-back from Hammerby. Uh, looks as though he's coming to Celtic. Paul? I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a wee bit. Hey, he's been, uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> You're not a wee bit. Of you no, whatsoever. no, his name, the Iraq fullback, is uh, Mohanad Jahazi. And okay, we'll just check that up. Can, can you check that up, please, James? <laughs> can I throw the paper there at the former Celtic Scotland star, Peter Grant? Yeah, so that's the business has started for next season. Is Jota going to sign? We keep asking. Is Carter Vickers going to sign? Well, I think the manager will know most of that anyway. Because I think there's such a, sh a short period of time this year. They have to be ready. They have to be ready to start. You know, the, the season comes very, very quickly now. And they don't want to be going in and losing the first three games. You know, I mean, uh, at anybody that you don't want to give anybody a start because Rangers are closer, obviously, now, you know, and it's going to be nip and tuck and it's always great to go off to a fantastic start if you possibly can. And I'm sure you'll want the bodies in for the European Games for sure. Brilliant time of year, Barry, isn't it? We've got the games on tonight. We've got them on at the weekend. We're Wednesday night. And then the cup final as well. Yeah, do you know what I'm looking forward to? Obviously, Celtic are going to win the league, whether it's tonight or Saturday, it's going to happen. I think Rangers are going to win the Europa League. 
Now, you think of the finances both teams will get. I think the summer's going to be exciting in terms of who they're going to bring in, who's going to spend big, um, who's going to re-sign. You've got obviously Jot and Carter Vickers at Rangers. You've got like guys like Alan McGregor. Is he going to stay on? Stephen Davis going to stay on? Connor Golson, is he going to sign an extension? So I think it's going to be an exciting summer for both sets That's of a great fans. Point. I'm going to ask you and Peter about that next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Thanks Chris for the traffic and travel Peter Grant, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and loads of your calls And messages coming in the socials Tonight Celtic will probably clinch it this evening Two games to go, six points in it Lead on Rangers And 20 Goals difference to the good are Celtic there against Dundee United. We gave you the Celtic team news there. Jota on the bench, but no real complaints. I think I'll give you the Celtic lineup again. Hart, Ralston, Carter, Vickers, Starfelt, and Taylor. The player of the year: Callum McGregor, O'Reilly, Hatati, Abada, Forrest, and Gikamakis. I wonder, are you a wee bit surprised maybe that Hatati, who's looked a bit tired, but the manager he loves to play him from the start. Oh, he's a player, you know. Yeah. He's done exceptional. I know he's looked a bit tired the last few weeks, but. I think he deserves that, you know. He, he, guy goes to Japan and then he's all somewhere else and he's got to go back to Japan before he comes back to Glasgow. Mm. And he's played la- right through last year, didn't he? And then he's come straight into playing again. So it's tough for them. As a top quality player, he's got top qualities. And I think the manager have obviously seen enough because he's got, like, say, Rogic, Turnbull, all these guys on the bench. So he obviously knows he's fit enough to play. Kyogo on the bench, top scorer. He's had some season, Barry, hasn't he? And that's even with the injuries he was out for so long. But he's been a bit special. He's brought a lot to the game in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, the first half of the season, he, he was absolute flying until, obviously, he got that bad hamstring injury. And, and I think his last game was Boxing Day against St. Johnson. Um, and it's been a bit of a slow burner in terms of, when you're out for that length of time, you can do all the training you want. It just You need minutes on the pitch. And I thought he started a lot. He looked a lot sharper against Hearts, no doubt about it. Um, and listen, he's he's obviously changed on with Gio Marcus, but to be fair to Big Gio Marcus, he's no easy on the eye. But do you know what? He knows where the back of the net is. I will say that. Oh, I, I look yeah, at him and yeah. Kyogo's. He can take a touch. He can spin in behind the big man. He's just a big physical presence. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, movement inside the box, he knows where the back of the, the poke mm-hmm. is. And I thought he finished against Hearts at the the weekend. Um, was top notch he's very similar to Mitrovic for me yeah, and I, I yeah. was with Mitrovic yeah. at Fulham and they pushed me mind him but Mitrovic went up to the next league and didn't look people say well why is that well you don't get as many chances you're playing against is better because <laughs> yeah, he's scoring for fun yeah, in the championship of because you, they've got teams they're dominating teams but when you go to the Premier League it's not the same so you don't get as many chances so sometimes the striker play doesn't change you're not getting as many chances you're, you're off at the halfway line where Mitrovic brings people in he gets in the box he's a great goal scorer he's a competitor and for me, it doesn't matter who Jack and Mac is. If it's a guy who's trying to bully him, he can fight him, you know, but he can take the ball in. But I always go back to, he was a top goal scorer in Holland last year with a team that was relegated. Yeah. It tells you knows where the back end is. And he's a bit like Giroud, as I said before, he runs to the front post. He doesn't just go to the back post because he's a big lad. Nine times out of ten, you'll see big lads peeling at the back stick. He doesn't. He gets across the strike at the defenders to the front post and he gets many of their goals by getting across the front. And I've been really, really impressed with him. And I think he gives Celtic a different dimension. But as we talk about, you look at the team at starting, but the big thing for me is you look at the players on the bench as well. We spoke about earlier on with Barry there saying about the tempo doesn't drop with them. You know, and I think that's what you've got on the bench as well. And the manager knows when he's, he's been very astute in the timings of his substitutions. If he feels there's a wee bit of a lull, there's something comes and changes it. 
and that's the thing he's been very fortunate to have that's the beauty of both Rangers and Celtic you look at the bench there's game changers there's guys that come on and don't meet uh, make sure the, the starting 11 that started the game any weaker yeah. at all you look at Rangers for instance I'll go back to the semi-final against Celtic bring Stephen yeah. Davis and Arfield on and they make such a big difference mm. um, so that, that that's I think both squads are really strong and that's why I'm looking forward to the summer I, I think they're going to be even stronger because mm. obviously the finances that both are going to get hopefully with Celtic are, are going to win the league as I said and, and Rangers in the Europa League final we're getting a bit of a rhythm going here. That's what I was about to say. What about Rangers as well? Two squads, but Barry, you were on it. You're thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I do. But here. sometimes yeah. you look at it and you think, mm, who are they yeah. going to bring on here? Are they going to make a difference? Sure. I think you, you look at the Celtic bench, for instance, tonight. A three or four of them could easily start, yep. and yet you wouldn't bat an eyelid. And it's the same with the Rangers squad. There's um, there's good competition for places, which I think is always healthy um, at teams. Here's Sean, a Celtic fan on. Sean, good evening. Evening, guys. How are we doing? Evening, Sean. Yeah, good, thank good you. Sean. Champions elect. Are you fed up hearing that word elect? Not <laughs> champions. <laughs> and uh, just give it a couple of hours, do you reckon? I'm certainly not fed up with it, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one. Yeah. Especially as I right, said right, last Sean. season. Yeah, yeah. Last, no, last, last season. I'm about to toilet. Was, was taken away from us at Tanadice. Last season, it was confirmed that we'd lost it at Tanadice. And you'd fast forward to now, you could never imagine that we would be in this position when that final whistle went last season at Tannerice. Mm-hmm. We thought this season was just going to be a rebuild and it was going to be three or four years before we would we would be gracing the, mm-hmm. the league title back at Celtic Park. But sure. we've got it. It's in touching distance and we can... One more point and then that's us. Nearly taste it. I just meant the in-waiting bit, not the champions. No, I know you love that, Sean. Uh, listen, let me give oh. you the Dundee United team uh, while you are on. And we'll come back to you in a second or two. So, Segrist, Smith, McDonald, Niskanen and Clark, Edwards, Mikkelsen, Levitt, Freeman, McCann and McLeod. What are you thinking tonight? Uh, because Barry and Peter are pretty confident about Celtic and the way they're playing. Are you the same? Oh, definitely, yep. I think it's... It's going to be a fairly straightforward one tonight. No disrespect to Dun United. They have put a lot of yeah, good performances up against us. They took points off us at uh, Dice, I think it was one each, and then it took us into the last kick of the ball where I bad at Celtic Park to get that vital win. But no, I think we've, it's a relaxed performance tonight, and I think we'll, we'll do the job. It should be a comfortable win, hopefully, yep. What would you prefer? Actually, it's, I think I know what you'll say. Would you rather be in the Europa League final or on the verge of winning the, the title at home? I'll pass that question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a kind of skewed question because if you're a Rangers fan just now, sure, yeah. yeah. Of course you'd rather be in Europe. Of course oh, well. you would. Then. Well, it's, Rangers, I'm going to give them credit. They've done really well, but I, I've got a sneak feeling and I'm hoping I'm right that they're going to fall, fall at the final hurdle. <laughs> you, do you think so? Well, Barry, you don't. No, you don't no, think. But is it, yeah. See, if you ask me at the start of the season, in a European final or retain the title I've taken the title all yeah. day long yeah. you hear that Sean Barry said yeah, oh, yeah. No, absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely I've had a feeling about Rangers going through the, the, the stages after Dortmund I thought they've got a really really good chance but over the past couple of days I just feel as if what's got Rangers there is the atmosphere at Ibrox see that first 10 minutes every game Every round that they've played at Ibrox, they've killed the game within the first 10-15 minutes getting that early goal. They've went to Braga, they've been beat. They've went to Red Star and get beat. 
I feel as if maybe a neutral stadium I won't have game I think it might be too much for them Sean were you in Seville with Celtic? I was not no I was a bit too young for that so no alright ok the family because, were all sitting around the TV alright because <laughs> I was going to say um, although Celtic lost it the atmosphere was amazing wasn't it Peter? You well, know. I was unfortunate I couldn't go Paul because I was playing. in the playoff final and yeah, you were uh, we, we were travelling on the Thursday morning and Bournemouth yeah yep. I was Bournemouth and we were travelling on the Thursday it was down at the Millennium at that particular time mm. so obviously I, I was, that was a big disappointment because exactly what Barry said I wanted to take the two boys mm. to watch the game and whatever but as I said we had other things in their mind at that particular time but it was a fantastic occasion but as I say always Europe that's magnificent to be involved playing against the best players playing in the big games there's absolutely no doubt of that but I think the bread and butter you're always judged week in week out especially in Glasgow you know Celtic Rangers winning and getting one over each other because you're first loser if you don't win back here so you've got to make sure you get your house in order with doing that properly Europe is no doubt in my mind is a bonus and you always hope your club and I hope Every Scottish club that goes into Europe all have a great run because it's the name of Scottish football in. But when it comes to league form, I want all of them to lose apart from Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry, there'll be a huge number of Rangers fans there. Not as many in the ground as we would want, but there's going to be a huge contingent of uh, the German fans. There could be 200,000 fans in town, half of them from Scotland, half from Germany. Yeah, I've, I've no doubt. Um, I know quite a lot of people who are flying out there without Me a ticket. Too. They just want to go out there and, and sample the atmosphere. I just think it's disappointing that European finals held at a, a stadium that's got a capacity of 42,000. I mean, do you know um, ground would be big enough, would it? You know, no, but I still I think there's got to be a limit, maybe 60,000 at the very least. Um, Take a gamble. For, yeah, yeah. For, two, yeah, for the two clubs to get 9,500 Shock tickets each. Where do the rest go? They go to sponsors, UEFA, all, all that sort of thing. I mean, you look at, for instance, Rangers at this moment in time have got 45,000 season ticket holders mm-hmm. and they've only got 9,500 tickets. And people who travel all over the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the world to watch Rangers can't get a ticket. Guys who put a lot of money into Rangers mm-hmm. that can't get, get tickets, which I find disappointing. I've got friends whose kids have got exams, hires and stuff that week and, and the boys and the girls want to go they want to go and follow Rangers too because they think it might not happen again. And you didn't think Rangers would, you didn't think we'd see a Scottish cl- club back in a final? No, because it happened very quick when with, with Celtic. Obviously, I, I was coming up against that, that Martin O'Neill team. Yeah. They were an exceptional team and we had a real good team at Rangers as well in 2003. Then five years later, you, you see Rangers, yeah. the team that I played in getting there. But just over the years, I've just never felt it was never going to happen. And then you start to think, Round about Christmas when it's you get incredible, Barry. You think about it financially. Yeah, Celtic and Rangers. I mean, I've not been disrespectful. Even when they pay the, play the players, just players get that done in England. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not what, what saying kind that. of money? Well, oh, I had boys on five and six grand under eighteen a week. Yeah, five six thousand pounds <laughs> a week. Uh, yeah, it's wow. incredible. But where did they go for there? And half of them would never even seen the first team dressing room. Mm-hmm. You know, and Celtic and Rangers are trying to get these players, and they're talking about it's still twenties and twenty five thousand. That down in England, that's a youth player. Mm-hmm. That's what they're getting. And that, that's the unfortunate side of it. And what they're achieving and the achievements that they have, it's sort of screw with in the respect of mm-hmm. that, you know, because you're not in the, uh, the same ballpark as everybody else. So for Scottish teams and that to do well in Europe, they're batting, I guess, like Celtic Rangers mm-hmm. playing Ross County. 
That's what it's like in yeah, Europe for sure. Celtic and Rangers going into Europe uh, against the European teams, you know, and that's what it's like. Sean, and yet we say it's the people's game, but that's what's the average wage will be around six hundred pounds a week, five fifty, six hundred yep. in Scotland. The the average player, if you're saying at that age, at six thousand a week, I, is plus what, a house, plus a family, plus a house, a family that, got a job, and all that that's over half a million a year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, yep. that's what I was talking. We were talking about Connor Golson. Um, uh, I think in Monday or was it last Friday, and um, it looks like. Championship clubs are, are really interested in him. Mm. Now, Conor Golson could go down there and get 50, 60 grand a bit easy. And what's he on 20, 30 at the I moment? I think that would yeah. be the limit he would get at, mm. at Rangers. It's the, the, the type of money they can even play at, champ, mm. uh, pay, sorry, at championship level is unbelievable. But name a championship team that's bigger than Rangers or Celtic. Nowhere near it. No, not in the same league. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But half the Premier League isn't as big as Celtic Rangers. None of them. I, I keep saying it, Sean. I keep going saying Manchester United is probably the only club that plays. Barry was doing England. Yep. I've been doing there for 25 years. Manchester United are the only club that play under the pressure of Celtic and the yep. Rangers. Liverpool. Even, even no, teams like Liverpool's the last few. Exactly, because they were all bought. Exactly. Exactly. The support around the world. I mean, when we were at Birmingham, we had to go to Hong Kong and that at the start of the season to try and play, to drum up support. And they'd done that with all the teams. Yeah. You know? Celtic Rangers don't need to do that. You can go anywhere in the world and you'll see a Celtic or a Rangers supporter. You know, so we don't need to do that. And that's why they know they can't get them down to England. They'd love to take them down to England, but they know they can't. But there's no team, so there's only one reason they're going is finance, or they're moving somewhere else. It's not because of the size of the club or the support or the fan base. That, that's for sure. Sean, I was lucky no. enough to be in the company of John McGinn's parents the other night. He got the International Player of the Year. Uh, Stephen and Mary, great couple. And uh, you must be... That's a player that got away from Celtic, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. There's many. A, I could write a list of many, play, many players that got away with a penny pinch in their club. Their board wanting an extra million or an extra two million rather than just paying what they asked for. And the rewards are there. If you if you want to pay, and it, don't penny pinch because the rewards are there. He's an absolute exceptional player. We could be doing with him right now. As much as our midfield, I know it's great, but he would have took a midfield to a whole new level. Now, yeah, fairness, I think it was was it half a million pound. They wouldn't they wouldn't go oh, and yeah. listen. He's, been, he's yeah. been down to Aston Villa. I'll be honest with you. I always thought John McGinn was a good player, but the improvement in the guy. Yeah. I, I think that was um, a big thing. I think I know that, and I'm I'm the same. I always moan about Celtic no doing X, Y, and Z or whatever for that extra. But yeah. but I remember John at that particular time, and in that team with Brendan's team, I'm not sure he'd have played with Brendan because John wasn't the best receiver of the ball mm -hmm. you'll talk as a midfielder but he's going on the ball and making mm -hmm. passes opinion, and, yeah. and the movement of the team Brendan liked his team to move about John yeah. wasn't that type of player mm -hmm. and I'm not sure I think if Brendan really would have hammered that home that could have happened I really do and I just think Brendan wanted him but probably maybe thought well okay we're going to another level now financially uh -huh. it's not that good mm -hmm. because he wasn't that type of player but he's been exceptional for both Scotland and Aston Villa. The improvement in him. Yeah. The improvement in him. He could go further. I mean, every time I watch Aston Villa play, he's one of the standout players. Even oh. last year with Grealish been in the, yeah. the, the, the Villa team, he was still the, the standout mm. Aston Villa player. Um, and yeah. listen, he deserves to be the Scotland national team player of the year, no doubt about that. Sean, it's not often we can talk about Celtic doing really well, Rangers doing really well in this city. What do you want to say yeah. before we go to the break then about your team and about your manager? I'm just just over the moon that I could be sitting in this position, sitting with my feet up, going to have a, a few a few sensible drinks, yeah. and I'm going to watch my team clinch the title. 
and I'm going to be as happy as Larry and we'll move on to next season and hope for bigger and better Barry said the same thing Sean there <laughs> <laughs> I know you couldn't hear him Must guy's no one <laughs> no, I think he's I mean Rangers know that it's Celtic's title that is going to happen and then they'll concentrate on the I, I don't care what MDC yeah. is as a player this is the ideal scenario going in tonight yeah. I, I, I'd be buzzing with this would you? yeah, yeah you, you know if you go, uh, yeah, and, and it, before go Tanadice yeah. pitch looks like a bowling green Listen, what a night! You, you've got ninety minutes to go and and listen, have a few beers and have a, a party on the way down in the, the bus. Right, party! Right, what's your scoreline then, Barry? We'll get Sean's as well. What's your scoreline tonight? One convincingly be two or three goals. Two or three, three goals. goals. Uh-huh. Yep. yep, I think so too. Yep. Three 0 Celtic. Three 0 Celtic. Three 0 Celtic. Peter Grant shouts three 0 Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, thanks a lot for joining us on Go Radio. Thanks, guys. Enjoy uh, your yeah, day. It's all best, Sean. You too. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors We're with Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant, Paul Cooney Barry, we got uh, we got a WhatsApp the other day, didn't we? From the man who used to be with us on a Wednesday night Your former teammate, Davy <laughs> Proven Tell us about it, what was it? Yeah, it was a frosted um, glass for his, his bottle of beer in, in Spain. We always spoke about it and he says, I'll, I'll send a picture. So he, I got a picture. It looked brilliant, to it be did, fair. It? It really what frosted, was The weather oh, looks stunning. No, Davey's yep. a brilliant guy. I mean, he worked with him for a year. He was brilliant to work with Davey and it looks to me if he's enjoying it too much in Spain. He's a brilliant player as well. Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. fantastic. Fantastic winner. It was just unfortunate the illness. Yep. You've got to grip him. But he was a um, magnificent footballer. With two brilliant wingers at that time, then with the two Davies, Davy Proven, Davy oh, Cooper, absolutely. But Davy was one of these boys on the run. Yep. I'd never seen anybody crossing the ball as well mm. on the run. You know, he was excellent. People talked about Beckham and that, but Davy Proven was very much like that. Yeah. You know, if you remember his cup final goal as well, of course. You know, yep. top corner, but he had that special uh, magic dust. One of the hardest things to do, isn't it? Absolutely. Chasing absolutely. to the, I only know it's an amateur, but chasing to the byline, try and make a decent cross. Right, here's the Rangers it's lineup for tonight. Breed. Yeah, it's a dying breed absolutely. for me. I find too many modern day wingers. Mm. I'll go to the byline, turn back, pass it back. Aye. Yep, absolutely. Rangers lineup for tonight against Ross County. McGregor in goal, so he's back in. Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, and Barisic, so very strong. Lundstrom, Kamara, Lowry is in. Aribo, Wright, and Kent on the bench. McLaughlin, Balligan, Sands, King. Diallo, Davis, Ramsey, Fashion Sakala and Arfield. First reaction, Barry? A strong team. I, yeah. I thought he would have put out a, a strong team. I know mm-hmm. young Lowry's in there, but listen, I, yeah, I think he's got major yeah. potential, the, the young man. Um, just needs to keep his head down and keep working hard. But that's a strong Rangers team. I thought Gio would have put out a, a team to give them... Um, as much game time come Saturday I think it'll be a total different team mm. I don't think he'll risk anything um, in Saturday because Ross County they've got something to play for the, the surprise act of this year aren't they Barry still and, getting yeah, Europe Europe yep. I'm but, just looking at that just now but the expectation Celtic Rangers you're not allowed to lose no sure. you know so you've got players out there representing you going about their business properly and I think the manager's done the right thing I know people say well somebody could get injured well listen you can get injured in training mm-hmm. you know I think that's the, if you want to make it competitive and you want to show people that you mean business you want to be as close as you possibly can people still talk about Celtic being 25 points behind last year mm-hmm. Gio wants to keep it going to it's mathematically impossible for them to catch them that's what he's trying to do because if anything God forbid happens tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives you what a, a shoot that, the foot, that, that would be if they didn't win tonight you know we're playing a weakened team and Celtic ended up not winning their game, you know what I mean? 
that would be the big disappointment. That would be the big regret. Maybe different Saturday when you know the league's over. Sure. Peter, what do you think of Alec Lowry? I've only seen him a small period. Okay. When he came on against Stirling Albion, mm-hmm. that was only a small period. What I liked about him, he was um, a sort of number 10 into that position well, picked up good spaces between, as I said, the lines nowadays. We used to see somebody drop him in as yeah. a number 10. Mm-hmm. You know, but he looks forward with his first pass. That's what I like. I think there's too many players play safe now. It's Barry's talking about wingers there. Wingers get their cut back now, and I'm thinking, well, just put it in because it's still the hardest ball to defend, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, what I've seen of him, you know, but it's always like everything else. When you're at a club like Rangers, you've got to do it, do it day in, day out. It's not about doing it for two or three games and coming on as a substitute and look nice. You've got to go in there and make sure you grab it because somebody else will replace you if you don't. And the guy's got an opportunity. We'll make sure he goes and grabs it with both hands. Yeah, and the most important thing, it's clear that he's got the potential. I've seen him eight or ten times for the, the under-20s. I've seen him obviously play a few times for Rangers. He's definitely got it, but the thing is now he signed a new contract. He'll be on more money. It's about keeping his feet in the ground, keep working hard on the training ground, keep getting into the ears of the or into the heads of the, the older players. Work hard, do a wee bit extra, because... It's there for him, I believe. And, right, the um, biggest thing for him, Baz, exactly what you said there, he should be in Stephen Davis's pocket. Yeah. That's where he should be a living. Yeah. You know, how did he go about it? Look at the amount of caps he's got from Northern Ireland. Look at the way he built his business, the amount of games he's played at the highest level. How does he do that and still playing at the age he is? Because that's what you want to do. It's not about doing it for two months or yep. two games. It's about doing it consistently and having a career. Strong yeah. Rangers team tonight. And the only thing I'm a bit concerned yeah. is Ryan Jack. There's no yeah. no involved. No, Obviously, not. took a bad one against Leipzig last mm. last Thursday. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he's going to be available. Because to be fair, Ryan Jack's became a massive player for yeah, Rangers. Doesn't he? And Some, him and Lundstrom mm. certainly in the middle of the pitch. We had a caller last night who did ask that. Are you, are you a wee bit worried about Ryan Jack? I'm. And, I'm are, yeah. I would. I would. Yeah. I would have him in the the, the team all day mm. long in the final. A week low, Barry. You know, still a bit of time before the cup final. Yeah, well, be interesting uh, to see if somebody asked Gio the question. Mm-hmm. How how is he going? How is he looking for it? Um, but hopefully, as you says, a week's a, a long time. So Believe it or not, I think. Yep. When Davis has played, I thought he's controlled it better. <laughs> yeah. I thought he's controlled it better. You know, because he's that type of player. Ryan moves about, goes wide sometimes, goes into areas. But I think Stephen holds that centrally, and I think Barry's touched on it earlier on about the cup final. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the difference. Stephen stayed right in the middle of the pitch. So he could go yep. either way, left or right, yep. poke it forward into the, the gaps between the lines. And I think Stephen does that exceptionally well. People talk about age and whatever. Hey, you've got one game. Aye. You know, you've got one game and you've got a top, top quality player. I think there's no doubt of that. So I think Stephen Davis has he, got a He's bit fit more. to play. Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be disappointed if he isn't given an extension for next year. Maybe he might not play every game, but I tell you what, Worth his weight in gold inside that dressing room. He's he knows the game inside out. And what a player to bring on. If you don't start Stephen Davis, where I think sometimes he can start no problem. But what a player to bring on. We'll continue that on Friday. There's so much and so little time. So that's the Rangers lineup. McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey and Barisic, Lundstrom, Kamara and Lowry, Arebo, Wright and Kent. What's your scoreline? What do you reckon, Peter, tonight? I think it'll be I think it'll be three nothing Rangers again. Okay. I think Ross yep. County have done exceptionally well. Amazing. It was a massive blow for them at the weekend, and it'll be mm. interesting to see how Malky's boys respond. Malky's been undone an unbelievable job. Mm. But it'll be how the boys respond to the disappointment in a game against Mollowell at home. Could he be the Hibs manager just briefly, Malky McKay? If it was me, yep. and I can see the names that's getting mentioned, but no brainer because he's not been quoted at all. He's, is he he's, a, he's a no brainer. Yep. Shocked at that, aren't they? They're he's not been quoted. They're going down south, aren't they? Not yet. Yeah, well, I know all the boys he's getting mentioned yeah. down south. I know them all. I've worked with some mm. of them. 
no brainer, Malky McKay. If, if that's the guys that's getting mentioned. Sure. Barry, scoreline tonight for your old team. Yeah, I think similar to the, the Celtic scoreline that I mentioned, 2 or 3 0 Rangers. 2 or 3 0. Right, so St. Johnson against Aberdeen is another crucial one tonight because the Saints need um, a point. Dundee are on 29 points, St. Johnson on 32. So mathematically, there's five goals difference. Um, but they need to get a point to be sure of staying up for the playoff place. St. Johnson tonight start with Clark, Cleary and Gordon, McCart, Rooney and Brown, Davidson, Crawford, Halberg, Henry and Middleton. Up against the Dons and Lewis, and the captain of course, Mackenzie, Gallagher and Bezwan, Montgomery, Ojo and Ferguson, Polvara, Bates, Ruth and Barron. Barry, what do you reckon? Have you spoken to your nephew this weekend? No, he's, he's actually going on holiday on Monday with my, my middle son. Right, yeah. Um, off yeah, to the sunshine. Yeah, they're Great. off to, to um, have a, a holiday. I think this has got a drawer written all over the top of it. It's good enough yeah, for I, you. I'm just for looking Johnson. at, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, granted, I was watching the, the football on Saturday and I'm looking at Hibs and Aberdeen bottom six. Incredible. Size of the clubs. Yeah, incredible. But as you say, a couple of weeks ago, as I was in here and I was talking about St. Nern, and I'd seen him a couple of things I couldn't see them getting a victory I was yeah, I concerned a wee yeah. bit for them mm. you know and then all of a sudden I've got the six points and that can happen but as you say Hibs and Aberdeen for the clubs and I know Jim's only had a small period of time obviously and then Hibs went one way and obviously under Sean they're thinking it didn't work for whatever reason but they knew that when it went in that was the type of character he was going to be he was going to try and build it Unfortunately, you know myself, know especially mm. that you lose your job if you don't win games. Sure. You know, and it, that can change so quickly. So that confidence and changing players, but Aberdeen have got a lot of experience here. Jim's got a lot of experience here. I, I still see Dundee will go down, and I think St yeah. Johnson will be in the, the playoff. St Johnson draw tonight. Do you I think, think it'll well? be a draw. You think a draw, yeah. Peter? I think Aberdeen will win. I think Aberdeen are going to win. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to Motherwell against Hearts. Motherwell are Kelly, O'Donnell, Ojala, Lamy, Carroll, Cornelius, Goss, Donnelly, Slattery, Shields, and Effort. So that's the Motherwell lineup against uh, the Hertz. And let's see who Hearts are fielding tonight. I think we've got the lineup in. Yeah, we have. Uh, they've got Stewart and Gold, Haring. Woodburn, so they've made a few changes. This is obviously not the information. Woodburn, Boyce, Mackay Stephen back in, Atkinson, Moore, Halliday back, Cochrane, Sibick, and Ginelli. So on the bench, Gordon, Smith, Kingsley, Souter, McInef, Devlin, Sims, Thomas, and Tate. Strong, strong bench. So Barry, one eye on the cup final. Yeah, listen, if in terms of Robbie, um, what, what a season he's had getting promoted yeah. for the championship. Finishing third by a country mile. People let's, forget that. Yeah, let's just say that by a country mile in the Scottish Cup final. Yep, he's obviously got one one eye on the Scottish Cup final. Again, I'm going to get similar to St. John's and Aberdeen. I think this is going to be a score draw one each. What's the difference in a country mile and a mile? <laughs> I think it's Ireland, I think it's Ireland. Is it, is that what it is? A country mile takes you about two days. Okay. <laughs> Peter, what's your scoreline tonight on that one? I um, think Hearts. Hearts, when you bring young ones in, you get that yep. enthusiasm. I think Hearts will win that game. I think it's going to be Hearts. And St Mirren against Livingston? St Mirren are on a run. Yeah. You know, but David Martindale's teams always make it tough for you. You know what I mean? They always make it a fight. So I think that one will be a draw. Barry, what do you reckon? St Mirren, last cut, great. Last couple of results. I'll go St Mirren. It's going to be 2 soon. 1. Right, so we've got Dundee United, Celtic. Celtic, uh, no doubt in your mind, are going to clinch it tonight. It would be better with Rangers staying, staying in a good run and Celtic tonight as well. You, you don't really want it to be that Celtic stumble, Peter, do you? And, and Rangers stumble and then you're, 
your absolutely title not. Over. No, <laughs> no, you, no. You'd rather win it. Listen, you, absolutely, one hundred percent. That's what the, I'm sure the manager will be making as well. It's all about what they do. And it's a fantastic position to be in. Here's the captain, Callum McGregor, almost champions. Like you say, we're running out of games now. Put ourselves in a great position, and, and obviously now we can we can go and seal it on Wednesday, and we look forward to coming back here on Saturday as well in front of a full house. And they were in goals at uh, the weekend, despite going one down, four one. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we we gave ourselves some work to do at the start of the game, but I think once we settled into our rhythm, uh, I thought we were excellent. You know, we, we scored four. We, we probably could have had five or six if it wasn't for a great performance for Big Craig again. So it will be Celtic's night tonight, we would imagine. And for GVB, a week tonight. We'll all be in Seville. Very pleased because, you know, it's the last two weeks of the season and, of course, we have two major last games, you know, with the Europa League final and the Cup final. So, uh, you know, we want to keep going. You know, we want to make sure we have everyone on board uh, on Wednesday in a week to, uh, for the remaining two games we play. So we are happy that we could change some players today. Some players made minutes. You know, we could give some uh, minutes to our academy players. And in the end, you know, we wanted the result and we wanted to keep our level of, of playing. And I think we uh, we achieved that today. Well, enjoy the football tonight. Tomorrow night, talking about it will be Rob McLean, Simon Donnelly and Craig Moore, Oz himself here in the studio. Peter, great to hear you and see you. See you next week. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. Enjoy, enjoy the match tonight. And Barry, likewise, here's the message. Barry still needs tickets for the game. Barry <laughs> Ferguson, surely there'll be tickets for you, Barry. Yeah, yeah, oh. I would like to think. Listen, there's still seven days. Uh, <laughs> listen, the main thing is I've got flights, so I'm actually going to be there in person. So see. I'm sure some will come up. We be in. Uh, you're not uh, bad. That's the way go. We'll see you and I'll be together on Friday night. Look forward to it. Enjoy tonight, everyone. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. go. There's a new name for Toyota in Glasgow. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Darnley. We're bringing you everything Toyota, backed by first-class service. So come and meet the team and view the stunning new Toyota range. All available with up to 10-year warranty. Including the all-new iGo Cross and new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas too. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technology. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Visit Macklin Motors Toyota now at Kennishead Road, Darnley. The new name for Toyota in Glasgow.